This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Cesarino back again to talk about 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. Uh, we are back. We're here to talk about some of these couples. It is not looking good for a lot of them. So not a lot of happy stories to tell you about here this week with Mr. 90 Day Fiance himself. Please welcome back Mr. Puya Zambichilli. Puya, how are you? Rob, I'm doing good. When the relationships get into as much shambles as they do, that means we will have a good time with it. We're not in shambles. Let them be in shambles. Yeah, we are not in shambles. The podcast is in good order. Uh, We are, uh, you know, everybody's uh, telling the truth about their ages here. Exactly. Everyone's been honest about their age, about Mm -hmm. how much time we spent with their exes. We're all good. You know. Yeah. Okay. Um. I just want to know one thing, Puya. Do you love me? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, I do. Because okay. I felt like <laughs> you were trying to, you needed a lot of space. And I uh, felt like, yeah, that, you know, I go here and you seem like you're, you're at, you know, is there something wrong? You're, I feel like you're not acting the same. You're a little weird. You're weird, but, you know, I, I tolerate it. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to work on changing everything about me. As you should. And in the meantime, we should get married. Yeah. I mean, yeah. this is a healthy approach. I'm glad you've come to your senses with this. All right. Yeah. So a lot to talk about here with these couples. I've been seeing commercials for 90 Day The Single Life coming back. But on 90 Day The Single Life, I have uh, they're just showing me the same people that were on the most recent 90 Day The Single Life. Does The Single Life just keep coming back with like Big Ed and Stephanie and Natalie and, and Colt's mom. Well, unfortunately, if they were to do a season three, I could see of them bringing back a bunch of them. However, I'm a, you were watching on oh, TV. Okay, yeah. so it already was on Discovery Plus. It is going to start airing on on uh, TLC. TLC. Yeah, yeah. So the, the TV it. folks are getting it as a newbie, but we've already seen the season. Okay, all right. Puya, what? So that they're so upcoming after this, there will be no new ninety day fiance. Is that is that uh, what the what it's looking like? I mean, ninety day has never been known to take a break, so we'll see. They haven't said anything that I've seen yet, mm-hmm. so that either gives us one of two things: either we are going to end up in a rare hiatus spot, or 
that means there's still more to this season before we get to the next season's promos coming through. Okay, yeah. I mean, they haven't even like sort of advertised that it's the finale and then we're going to have the reunion and stuff like that. So, all right, we'll keep an eye on what's going on there with everything on the 90 Day Fiance. I have to say also, Puya, with uh, all of the news this week coming out of uh, Russia and uh, invading the Ukraine, mm-hmm. you know, I've thought a lot about uh, that the person that I know the best from Ukraine and that's that's Natalie. Right. Thinking, yeah. Uh, thinking about her and I hope mama is OK. I hope mama's OK, too. Yeah. Natalie. I mean, it's a, it's a lot happening. But, I did see. Yep. Go ahead. Go, that the one Ukrainian person I, I like, like, hey, like, don't mess with them. You don't want this smoke. You mm-hmm. don't. You don't want the smoke. Ask Mike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, no, um, it's been it's been a lot, Rob. It's been a lot these uh, last uh, this last week, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. OK. All right. So let's talk about some of the uh, uh, dumber stuff going on in the world. And that is 90 Day Fiance. Um, where should should we start with Mike and Jimena? Let's let's just, you know, rip the bandaid here. OK. All right. Mike and Jimena. And so really, it's starting to come across as though like Amena has a stalker. Yes, and and that stalker is the person she's engaged with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like again, Mike seems like a like a, a nice enough guy, but bro, she doesn't like you. No, you're being very clingy. Mm-hmm. You're trying to overprotect. You're trying to you know mm-hmm. hold her near and dear, and that's just pushing her further away. It is a complete 180 to what we saw before he flew back to the U.S. And as of this episode, I'm starting to see some of the ways Mike is going wrong about yeah. it. And also, there was not a lot of interest there to begin with, I felt like. So. Right, right. It's like, I don't understand why you don't want to marry me. I bought you a table. Yeah. I gave you. I gave the kids some toys. I did that. Yeah. I gave your kids some figures and I bought you, I bought you a table. <laughs> Come on. Let's do it. Let's spend the rest of your life with me. Seems like the logical choice for sure. Okay. So uh, Mike and Jimena, they're going to the dress store. And again, this is like so weird. Like there's so much pressure on Jimena where I think that's like, oh, it's like, oh, she just wants breast implants. Oh, okay. But but in reality, like she's like, I don't want to go to the dress store. I want my mom and my sister to go. Like it's, uh, I don't want my groom to see the dress. He's like, no, it has to be today. We have to, today we're buying the wedding dress. Yeah, this is a weird approach of, yeah, mom can't make it, sister can't make it. I shouldn't be seeing you in a dress, but I want to come with you and sit in the corner and like not look at you. It just it feels like you're literally forcing her down the aisle. Right. Because if I bought your dress, then you have to marry me. No backsies. And I think I think Jimena has clued into that's how Mike operates, Mm -hmm. because this is again, this is you're essentially pushing and speeding this process because I guess he's paying for it. But then you don't need to be there for this. So, you know, this is not something that you should be a part of, especially if you're literally not going to engage in any part of it. What's the point of you being there? Mm -hmm. So she's going to try on dresses. He's not going to look. She picks out some dresses. She finds one that looks divine. So she's happy with the dress. But she wants to know, why will you pay for the dress? But not my operation. I don't I barely want the dress. I do want the operation. What gives? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, she does hit home the same points that we had heard her mention 
about how if she gets the surgery, then she can get to modeling. And if she gets the modeling, then she's got some income to bring in. So there's more than just like a um, cosmetic, like, you know, approach to it. There's a more sensible approach. But let me just say now. Okay. So I told you the problem with Mike. Let me tell you the problem with Jimena. Mm -hmm. Jimena, if you don't like this man, don't make him pay for your operation. Yeah. Let him go. Break it off with him. Send him him home. It was nice knowing you. Easy as. Thanks for the table. (laughs) But, but you know, cut it off. The opportunity is right there. I don't. It, and, and you know, we heard that she did take a deal with a loan shark. So mm-hmm. is this a situation where she doesn't want that pressure of paying back the loan shark? Either way you look at it. Right. They are both approaching this the wrong way and they are both pushing each other away from each right. other. I so. mean, there's going to be no paying back, Mike. Uh, that is just going to be, you know, just it'll take the money and run. Yeah, no, no, no. Mike is not getting a giving a receipt to then pay mm-hmm. back. Yeah, but the loan shark at least is going to give her some space. Like uh, she won't be <laughs> as smothered and pressured by the loan shark. Yeah, it's like listen, the loan shark could be like someone who's going to threaten me if I don't pay mm-hmm. back. But at least the loan shark knows boundaries. At yeah, least the loan shark's not going to watch me eat, sleep, and like follow me everywhere. Right. Like at least the loan shark like gives you your space. Before they come and do uh, whatever, but uh, like uh, with Mike, it's endless. No, I mean that's and that's all we want really mm-hmm. is space. So uh, Mike does not understand this whatsoever. And honestly, I was very surprised in the exchange at the store when Mike put his foot down and mm-hmm. said, uh, "Yeah, I don't want you to even have this surgery. So no, I will not pay for it." So you don't need surgery. I think you're perfect. It's like, well, it's not for you, sir. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. Uh, it's not about you. Um, she says that she doesn't have boobies, uh, and of course, what we know from 90 Day Fiance, big boobies equal sexy time uh, equals uh, modeling career. And for Jimena, she feels like uh, that this is uh, not happening. Yeah, I mean, the math is right there. And Mm -hmm. I don't think Mike sees it, but I think Jimena has clued in on what the math looks like. It's wild to me because then Jimena literally hits him with an ultimatum and says, listen, if this dress comes second, surgery first, pay for the surgery first, then pay for the dress. Yeah. And... He's not taking any of it, Rob. Yeah, he says, uh, I, I don't want to talk about surgery anymore. Bold move, Mike. Mm-hmm. Bold yeah, move yeah. for you to decide now is the time for you to put your foot down. And then she has uh, the audacity to ask why it's normal. Uh, she uses the word normal a lot. Uh, it could be in the th- things uh, in the car when it was like she was like standoffish and not talking to him. And he's like, hey, how are things going? Are you are you happy? Are you not happy? And she said, I, I'm normal. Uh, so mm-hmm. that's normal. And this is normal. Everything. And I feel like it's one of those things where she knows Mike doesn't know any better as to what's normal and what's not. Yeah. So. To tell him it's normal, he might just buy it. Yeah, I think also when she was asked about the surprise, uh, are you like surprised to see Mike? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think she said it wasn't a good surprise. It wasn't a bad surprise. It was it was just normal. I think normal is bad. 
I, norm, I mean, normal's never, you never want to have a normal meal. You mm-hmm. never want to have a normal outing. Like, normal's fine, mm-hmm. but normal doesn't equal good memories necessarily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, we see later on in the episode. All right. Put the kids to bed. Mike is back in his, uh, you know, uh, black tank top. Full Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. And the kids are going to bed and he wants to know with help of the translator of, so are we going to be intimate on this trip or nah? Uh, It's a nah from me, dog. (laughs) Uh, And then uh, wants nothing to do with Mike uh, intimately. uh, I don't think so. Yeah, she says, I'm going to sleep here with the kids. You are going to sleep in the other room. And that's what I want to happen. And Jimena says, yeah, she doesn't want to be intimate during this trip at all. When mm. pushed to, uh, to why, Jimena says, you're weird. Well, and- I think before that, she even says, like, maybe it's me or maybe it's you. She says, oh, well, actually, no, actually, it is you. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that is the setup to you are weird. You are weird. And then we think, well, we all kind of thought Mike was weird, but why? Jimena, be more specific with your feedback. Mm -hmm. Why? Mm -hmm. And Jimena mentions that she feels like he imitates her. She stops eating. He stops eating. She goes here. He goes here. And I feel like she's fed up with it. She feels like there's he's not giving his own personality in anything. Mm -hmm. And he's essentially following her everywhere. And she feels like she's being spied on. Yeah. I mean, now the language barrier is real. Like, I'm just mm-hmm. trying to think if I was like, if you were with somebody who you did not speak the same language, like maybe you would copy their behavior to try to communicate with them. Right. A little chameleoning there. <laughs> yeah. Um, For sure. And I think the other thing is like with relationships, you often, you do come across relationships sometimes where one partner kind of like suspends their personality and kind of tries to become a chameleon and mesh in with whatever the other partner's doing to, you know, have common ground to get along. I've certainly done this Mm -hmm. with Liana. Like I um, did watch a lot of shows that maybe I would have never watched just to have some more things to talk to Liana about. I'm guilty of this, but also I have my own opinions and thoughts. I watch my own stuff. I do my own things. Yeah. Yeah. You're your own person. Yeah. You need that. You need that Mm -hmm. in a relationship. Otherwise the other person feels immense pressure of having to always, you know, be the the driver and you yeah. don't want sometimes you want to be in the passenger seat well what was weird about mike and jimena was that things were not as bad when he was there the first time it was like mm-hmm. you know and it's not yeah i'm sure like uh you've told me privately that you know uh for you and liana everything has always been perfect and i not had any 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 issues ever with like uh moving in together everything was like uh hand in glove no problems but for me personally i know that when I first started living with the first lady of podcasting, mm-hmm. it was rough for uh, for a few weeks uh, mm-hmm. and maybe months. She had never lived with another person before. She was moving out of like her parents' house, uh, move, moving in with me. And it, it was definitely like a rough stretch for Mike and Jimena. It was that, that, that it was kind of fine when he was there. Then he left and she soured on him. Right, right. And, and um, to more appropriately represent myself and Liana, the first couple of months were definitely adjustment period. I feel like I had never lived with a, you know, 
romantic partner before, mm-hmm. let alone someone I'm about to marry. And there was definitely adjustment period for me. There was adjustment period for her. But this is a great point in that their sourness started happening when they were apart, not when they were together. Yeah. Yeah, everything. I mean, they were high up in our power rankings, Rob. They were looking good. They were looking good. So we didn't expect this to happen. But I think she just she got her space back and she thought, oh, this is so much better. Like, this is exactly what I needed. Combine that with the fact that now Mike is specifically starting to have a voice in that he's pushing back on some of the things he doesn't want, a.k.a. the surgery. And she's like, well, we're going to have a problem because you're not going to be able to have it your way in this situation. So I wonder if maybe when, when Mike left. That do you mm-hmm. think that he was just like, hey, where are you? What are you doing? Who are you talking to? Who are you with? Like, whereas maybe like before he came to Columbia, he respected her life a little bit more. And now that they are engaged, he feels like that he's basically giving him like uh, the uh, Jasmine of uh, uh, what is it? Report. And uh, <laughs> uh, what, what does she ask Gino for? Uh, was it receipts and report? No, there's definitely another word in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Evidence and report. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah. She. Um, I mean, it's interesting, right? Because I report, think report, please. Once, yeah. <laughs> once they were in person and they were intimate, they were romantically involved. I feel like Mike got more of the I can't lose her and I need to hold her close. But what comes with that is. Now I'm going to constantly bombard you with questions of where have you been? What did you do last night? Who did you hang out with? Were there any guys there? And, you know, insecurity will take you so far mm-hmm. with a partner where like, they're like, oh, he's a little insecure. Like I, you know, we can fix that. But if you're super insecure, then it just becomes annoying for the other partner not to constantly reassure you and prove to you that, you know, mm-hmm. they're fine. Especially when, you know, a man, I can look at Mike and be like, stop it. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I know I have nothing to be worried about, but Neither do you. And the more you keep acting like this, this, again, it's going to push you away. More distance. Yeah. And then she says it's exhausting that he says, I love you all the time. I love you. I love you. Okay. All right. We get it. I got it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she uh, even says like in the bed, like uh, she feels like he's like staring at her. She moves to one side to get away. He follows her. There's no escaping Mike. No, there's no escaping Mike. I could see this being annoying for sure. Um, see, I, not- would, I would not. I would not know um, what any of this is like because I have never uh, been pursued in any way. But uh, maybe it, it gets annoying. I mean, I've never been in a position where I'm like, "Hey, give me some space. Like, you know, leave me alone for a little bit." Um, so, like, I don't really necessarily relate. But then, having learned about mm. Mike. I feel like he's literally doing nothing, especially he's traveled there, right? Like now he has his work remotely, Mm -hmm. but when he's traveled there, he doesn't know the language, doesn't know anybody, isn't really going out places alone. Yeah, he's just cramping up her style in her space all the time. And, you know, Jimena's not having any of it. I think Jimena is someone who definitely gives me needs a little bit more independence than what she's getting out of this relationship. Yeah. Priya, I shouldn't say that. I, I don't know what it's like to have, uh, uh, you know, somebody who wants to follow me and see what I'm doing all the time and like uh, be all up in my personal space. Cause I have a dog now. You do have a dog now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Dog is very, dog is very interested in what I'm doing, where I'm going. So, uh, so I do, so I can relate in some level on to Jimena. Yeah, Mike and the dog, one and the same. (laughs) (laughs) 
definitely, mm-hmm. definitely very similar. When I eat, the, the, the dog is like, oh, I want to eat too. So, yeah. I, I, I sit somewhere. The dog was like, I want to sit over there. So, yeah. It, it's, uh, it's similar. All right. So, then... Um, Mike finally asks, like, the the final question, like, wait, hold on. So, I just need to know, do you love me? Like, <laughs> you don't ask questions. You don't want yeah, the Mike. answers to, Mike. Come on. You dummy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in, in the middle of all, like, nothing she has said in this conversation has been positive. Do you really want the full-blownsies, mm-hmm. like, disappointment? She doesn't want to get married yet. She's saying it's going fast. And then... Feels like she's not into the relationship anymore. Do you love me? No, I do not love you. End scene. That's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah, at this point, Mike should really be like, all right. It was just like, uh, it was good to know you. Um, Worth the shot. Yeah, I'm just going to head back to the airport now. Uh, I'm going to text my dad and Gramps to come pick me up. Um, but uh, it was real. I mean, this is wild because now, you know, things become put into perspective more when you realize, okay, yeah, he did this like random trip out of nowhere. It feels a little bit more like he's trying to monitor her as opposed to I'm going to surprise you with a visit and hang out. And we see the next time on Rob and that gives us even less hope. Uh, Mike calls in a friend of his on like Zoom to translate the conversation. And the friend the one sentence the friend says in the preview is, yeah, she's literally disgusted by you. Yeah. <laughs> so. And I don't even know if she said that. I think that the person is like, yeah, I, th- I, I can read the body language here. And she wants nothing to do with you. Yeah. The friend is for sure ad-libbing. It does add to the humor for us. But yeah. Mike, you're looking like a clown. You need to move out. Leave Jimena be. Let Jimena live her life. You live your life. This is not a compatible match. Yeah. Look, and it's hope is not lost for Mike. That he's on 90 Day Fiance. I'm sure there's somebody that's out there that's like, oh, Mike is so sweet. I wish I knew a guy like Mike. There's got to be like one person. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely someone there. All like- that, look, Big Ed has uh, has found somebody. Mm-hmm. If Big Ed can find love, so can you. No, there's definitely someone out there who's like, yeah, I kind of want someone who can, you know, dress up like Vin Diesel, but look nothing <laughs> like him. That's definitely my bag. So I'm going to hit him up. I'm going to hit him up. Ask him to t- talk to me about family. That's what I'm here for. Right. Right. So uh, we'll see. But this is, you know, not going well at Mm -hmm. all. Yeah. Yeah, It's a sad day for Mike and him. I mean, they were what, number one or two in the power rankings, uh, but like two weeks ago. And uh, they got to be close to the bottom. I mean, Rob, they went from fourth to second to first to fifth last week. So, yeah, on February 7th in our power rankings, they were number one. That was this month. That was three weeks ago. They were number one. And there was no episode on the 14th. No. Yeah. It took one week. Mm -hmm. It took one episode after that to change everything. Total collapse for Mike and Jimena. Okay. All right. When we come back, Puya, we got to talk about your friend, Ben. Yes. My buddy, my guy. Your guy. He uh, listens to your podcast. He listens to my podcast. He's very proud of my nugget eating acumen. He's, he wants you know, nothing but the best for you in your life. This is true. And and, is true. and vice versa from you. And so we'll talk about uh, another rough week for your guy, Ben, when we come back right after this. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. For Ben and Mahogany, what is going on here? What is this? Like, what is this scam? <laughs> well, okay. Well, first but of who's all, scamming who? <laughs> Listen, everyone is scamming everyone, but I need it on record that um, you said my guy one too many times. I, he is not my guy. Just so everyone knows, just so we're all in the clear. He is not my homie. He's not my guy. He is delusional. And him and you know, when he sent me that cameo, it was like, ooh, and is mahogany real? And then you know, mahogany's real. Okay. Mahogany ain't real. This relationship <laughs> was built on lies and deceit, Rob, top to bottom. Because, you know, Ben, who the guy who is like 97% chance she's real, uh, you know, was was not on the uh, Jimena, I'm sorry, on that Mahogany is a catfish, uh, was very quick to pick up on like, I don't think this is her apartment. <laughs> this is uh, so what is going on? What, when did he become a detective out of nowhere? <laughs> now he's like finding these like little lies and figuring stuff out. This was pretty interesting turn of events. It really was. I don't know. Is this like an air? Is somebody should, like there are some sleuths out there. Uh, go, somebody go on Airbnb in Peru and see if you could find this place because uh, that. How did this happen? Like, did production be like mahogany? We really we like we put a lot of money into the uh, getting Ben out here. Uh, can you please show up? We'll give you, uh, you know, we'll give you a hundred bucks just just show up. We'll 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 rent a, a place. It's fascinating because what I want to know is why did she get? Because I think. You know, everything that was highlighted makes sense that this was an Airbnb. Like those random board games it, on the shelves that are all empty. Like, yeah, so, yeah, such an Airbnb, especially like the the guest room with bunk beds. Yeah, yeah. It's like, all right, we're going to have more people here. That makes sense. But why would you masquerade that as your place when he knows that you live with your parents? 
there is some shenanigans going on here, and we haven't even scratched the surface with it, I don't think. I just wonder, maybe, did the production get involved? And will they get involved to some level of, like, you know, hey, they they made contact with Mahogany, and it's like, hey, just, just show up. Like, uh, just, like, uh, we need this. We, like, we, ha- we got the camera crew. We got all this footage. Like, we need him to meet your parents. So is there any way we can get you and the parents out here? We'll rent a place for you. Yeah, because what is wrong with the place the parents live at is what I want to know. Like something mm-hmm. has to give here. Maybe they're like, we don't want a production crew in my house well, because you know the parents are sort of like, what does this fifty-year-old want with my twenty-two-year-old uh, daughter? But nobody ever acknowledges it. Like, and and why are we on TV? Yeah, why is that? Why is this getting mm-hmm. documented? Um, does this I'll make him more that? menacing or less menacing? Definitely more. It adds definitely to the creepy factor that he's already bringing into this relationship. See, I feel like it makes it less because it's like, okay, well, at least I know he's not like somebody who is like going to like uh, take my daughter off into some horrible fate because at least they're being recorded. There's evidence of this, right? There's evidence. There's like safety with the camera. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it's like all right yeah maybe they're filming for like america's biggest dodo and he's on this like latest season or whatever mm-hmm. yeah it's it's a lot um and we did see a lot go down here uh what did you think rob of the fact that first of all ben has a makeup artist second of all yeah the makeup artist prescribed uh, this bronzer for yes. him he actually uh yeah his uh mua as we say in the industry but yeah of course of course my not bad. to be confused with a, a pua that uh, no. that Akiva is very familiar with. <laughs> yes, bronzer, bronzer with sparkles, Rob. Okay, so first off, like I feel like that the, the as soon as I see Ben is putting on the bronzer, I'm like, okay, well, what what mishap is going to befall Ben here? Um, so uh, it turns out that he has uh, sparkles, but now is he going to have? a uh like a a spot on his chest now that is bronzed i mean that's a great question i've never i guess guess it washes off i think that i think that the difference between bronzer i don't think it's the same as like self tanner i don't think so i think like you know if the mua is giving you this this must be most likely something that's temporary and easily like removable with maybe wipes or something Mm -hmm. but I thought it was interesting because this made me think, oh, they're going to like they're going to the beach. They're going to like, you know, be hanging out, towel down. But then that didn't end up being the case. They just kind of like, walked around in the in the boardwalk area place. Maybe he didn't um, know what was going on. Yeah, he yeah. did wear his favorite compression shirt, Rob. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. which the producer was like, uh, yeah, uh, my guy, it's inside out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you dummy <laughs> to make it pop. OK. So they go again. Uh, the good news is mahogany. Mahogany is seeing Ben that they're going to go and have a ceviche. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're hanging out. She seems more comfortable with him now. A little bit. A uh, lot of hugging. A lot of hugging with these two. Mm-hmm. They're not quite, you know, at the other side of the relationship there. Uh, ben tells us, Rob, he, they're eating their meal. The spice kicks in and Ben is losing his head Mm -hmm. way too spicy. He says the spiciest thing he has had is ketchup. You know what? I'm not surprised. (laughs) The least surprising thing about this episode was that the spiciest thing Ben has had is ketchup. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's cult living for you. Yeah. Just, you know, ketchup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they don't, you know, give you anything uh, too spicy in the cult. 
I wouldn't imagine so. Yeah. Not on the plate anyway. Not on the plate. Yeah, I think it's a, like a very sort of like a bland fare because, you know, once you start having spicy foods, like uh, who knows what other sins you're going to go off into. First, it's first it's spicy. Yep. Then it's spicy in the bedroom. It's a whole other thing. You know, mm-hmm. it's a lot mm-hmm. layers. Right. Okay. So, um, I get the sense that Mahogany thinks Ben is kind of a goofball. I mean, I'm not shocked. Mm-hmm. He does give off that energy. Um, but it's it's interesting because you know Ben has clearly come into this uh, date with more of a plan of, hey, let's get this into the next level. What's up with your dad? Mm -hmm. What's going on with your dad here? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so he's really like, I I just don't understand. What? what, Why? Why does your dad have a problem with me? And Mahogany's like, yeah, I think it's your your age uh, because uh, you are 50 and I'm in my early 20s. Right. Concerning. I mean, just a little bit, just a little bit. You know, it's like, what at least 25 year age difference that he knows of at the time right more their age difference is greater than her age yep exactly Mm -hmm. (laughs) exactly so of course they're gonna have you know some kind of concerns about this but ben thinks he can fix this right he's like can we i want to meet your parents i want to set this straight i want to prove to them Mm -hmm. and yeah mahogany is obviously a little hesitant that um i just want to uh elaborate a little bit more ben was older than mahogany is now when mahogany was born (laughs) that's so odd yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i mean eddie that's a lot to you know for a parent to feel what we didn't find out is mahogany's dad older or younger than ben Mahogany's dad older or I might take the over, you know, I might, I mean, sorry, the under, I feel like Mahogany's yeah. dad didn't seem like he was going to be, he's like that, like older than mm-hmm. um, Ben. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, Jose, uh, I think it might be older than Ben. I mean, Ben is a, like a youthful 50. Yeah. I would say youthful 50. Sure. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think that Ben, uh, like, uh, it's, it's in the, you know, top two or 3% of 50 year olds. You know, I'm not mad at that cosign. I'll mm-hmm. take it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jose maybe doesn't have the access to an MUA. Right. You and know. yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, Ben at this point is what he's modeling. He's pumping iron when he's stressed. So mm-hmm. yeah, he's a little bit of a different um, comparison there with the dad for sure. Yes. But they're probably if even if Jose is older, they're probably within five years of uh, each other's age. They are oh, peers. For sure. Yeah. For sure. They're peers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. So um, Ben very much wants to meet the parents. He feels like he can win them over. I mean, with a personality like that, mm-hmm. he's no ketchup, Rob. He's a little spicier than ketchup when it comes to personality. <laughs> he's a little spicier. <laughs> I mean, with all due respect to Ben, he seems like a uh, like kind soul. Uh, he hasn't said a bad word about anybody. Uh, the only thing that's uh, kind of a red flag is that he's a 50 year old man who is, you know, uh, falling in love with a woman in her early 20s, having never met her in only three months. 
Yeah, but that's just, if you overlook that one red flag, mm-hmm. he's a great, great person. Yeah. yeah. All right. So Ben visits the quote unquote home of Mahogany. That's right. He walks in and he tells us, you know, I'm going to go meet Mahogany. She lives with her parents. So I'm excited. Blah, blah, blah. Gets led into the building, sees the apartment. Mm-hmm. And we quickly realize, yeah, the parents don't live here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And I thought you said you live with your parents. It's like, no, my parents don't live here. And he kind of hits us with an, ooh, okay. Okay. Doesn't confront her beyond that. I think immediately realizes, okay, she had lied to me for sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, he, you know, this is where you start seeing Ben and and the desperation from Ben, mm-hmm. how badly he wants this to work out. He immediately overlooks this, doesn't mm-hmm. care about it, doesn't say anything else about it. Yeah, but he's uh, he's a little thrown. Just a little bit. Yeah, I mean, again, I want to stress this. This was the most Airbnb looking house of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a, you know, a very big screen TV, a couch. There was a lot of shelving behind this couch, but like maybe let's say 16 shelves and only four of them had stuff in them. And there was like eight board games mm-hmm. and then a random surfboard that was there. Yeah. Chilling. Do you surf? Uh, no. It's just decor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. So, uh, Cynthia and Jose come in. Yeah. So, Sylvia and Jose come in. They. Was it Sil- you know, Sylvia? Sylvia. Sylvia. Okay. Abs- yeah. I think Sylvia. That makes more um, sense. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, uh, Ben, bless his heart, tries to chop it up, tries to, you know, speak their language a little bit, tells them, you know, I've only been trying to learn Spanish for like three months. Uh, but, you know, I know a little bit. I'm sure you have a lot of questions. That are like, oh, yeah. We have a lot of questions. <laughs> Take a seat, sir. We're ready to ask you some things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so, as a person who's 50, uh, what do you have to say about that? Yeah. Ben? What are your thoughts, sir? He said, uh, love has uh, no age, your honor. What a poet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, okay, I see that. Uh, but it's only been three months. Yeah, because he's like... And and tell them, telling Mahogany, tell them I am in love with their daughter. And Jose, mm-hmm. it's been three months. It's been not, it's not been that long. Mm-hmm. Very bold stance you're having. Yeah, very exaggerated for three months. Dad says the age difference between them is abysmal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was I rough. did love. The, yeah, I rough. did love the choice of abysmal. We don't hear abysmal often. No, it really hits as a negative word when you hear it now i do enjoy that mm-hmm. yeah um mom and dad tell ben um yes yeah, that well you're 50 and she's 22 and ben is like what 22 <laughs> i thought you yeah. said you were 24 this is, changes everything there's a big difference rob two years between yeah. 22 and 24 i thought Ooh. i was just 26 years older than you not 28 ben what is your problem Mm -hmm. like how is this the straw for you you know like i just i just don't understand i mean i guess he does tell us later he's got a daughter who's 22 so maybe that put it into perspective more but 24 and 22 is not that big of a difference when you look at the big age difference you already have i i think that 
Ben was like looking for a way out at this point of like, okay, well, this is getting too weird. Uh, I'm very uncomfortable here in this situation. Like, oh, you lied about that? Okay, well, yeah, this is not what I thought it was. Yeah, like, oh, you're five nine. I thought you were five ten. Oh, this mm-hmm. might be a, this might be the end of it for us. <laughs> so, yeah, there was. Uh, this was more than a miscommunication here because she she is a liar. Oh, for sure. I mean, he tells us that. She had said she was 23 when they met. And then when it was her birthday, he wished her happy 24th. She didn't correct him. Sir, so, what happened to love knows no age? Practice what you preach, mm-hmm. Ben. What is that? Hmm? Mm-hmm. Not just words for you? Yeah. So he tells us he's going to go to the airport. But in next week, he's not at the airport. No, next week, he's with friends of Mahogany's. And he's asking them... You know, what are some things that you can tell me about Mahogany? And they allude to, well, we had heard that she had a friend. Mm-hmm. And then Ben's asking, well, am I a boyfriend or am I a friend? Mm-hmm. You are a chaperone, sir. These 22-year-olds these, these are hanging out and you do not look like you belong here. Leave now. Why are you still here? You, I mean, the fact that he didn't go to the airport, Rob, should be the biggest red flag of all. Like, he is desperate for love. He is. He's not giving up here. He's put a lot into this relationship. <laughs> Apparently. Three three months of hard work. Yeah. Wow. Three months of hard work with this relationship. But I'm always thinking about, like, what, what are the producers in this? And the producers are they're like, come on, give it another chance. Stay one more day. You know, you've come this far. You've, you've you know, you paid for the hotel. You paid for the flight tickets. You've flown here to her, like, city. Give it a chance. Stay yeah. around. See what happens. Maybe... Yeah. There was miscommunication. I, I could totally see it. They need to stretch it out a little longer. I mean, look at it this way. If Ben and Mahogany did not exist here, this show would end a lot sooner because Ella and Johnny are just nowhere to be seen mm-hmm. this episode or next episode. So they needed the content. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they still need more stuff. Uh, I guess the thing that I'm just curious about is like uh, for Mahogany, was this just like, fun for her to like uh like engage with and like did she really like find him like very attractive in her photos was it like hey that i'm gonna get this guy to send me money like uh do you have a sense of like what her angle was on this whole thing um i mean i could see her you know getting an in, initial connection with him you know it's a he's a nice guy he's saying all the right things but then the more and more he was getting serious to like you know kind of put this in forever mode i think that's mm-hmm. when she said whoa listen i'm just 22 like i'm just hanging out i'm just having fun i think she was just having fun and then he wanted more of a serious entanglement and i don't think she was ready for that and then him Lying over definitely does not help any. So I think she's just in a position where she couldn't let him down easy. And now she's paying the invoice for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So let's see what happens next time when uh, Ben goes on the uh, ice cream date with, oh uh, w- with the girls. Also, I think maybe if you're 50 and you're hanging out with a 22 year old, like uh, I want to take you out for ice cream, young lady. Yeah. Coffee. Coffee. Coffee is right. The ice cream is hella creepy. Stop it. Do you want a little uh, cone with little sprinkles? Sh- shut up. No. Okay. Puya, 
Should we talk about Memphis and, and Hamza? Let's. I, I would love for us to speed run them uh, for sure. Yeah. Kind of a weird, like, up and down episode uh, for them because it kind of seemed like that they were going to break up and then it seemed like that uh, they're back. I've, I've kind of come around on Memphis and Hamza. I think that they're going to they're going to make it to the reunion. I think so, too. I mean, you know, this was a very quick turnaround, similar to the Gino and Jasmine of it all, where um, Memphis had the high ground, then Memphis tells her secret, then now Hamza has the high ground, but then... After one conversation, they flipped everything back to default and we're back where we started pretty Mm -hmm. much. Okay. All right. So we're on the roof like uh, last episode. And then we end up with uh, Hamza telling Memphis that he needed more time. Memphis doesn't understand. Um, He says that uh, he's afraid of her. Uh, But then he sort of says, I'm afraid you're going to leave me uh, and you don't trust me. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not that the paper he'll sign the paper. He's more upset that she doesn't trust him. Yeah, it's it's a trust issue for for um, Hamza here, and I think that um, you know Memphis doesn't help this any by saying, "Well, you told me you wanted to get married when I come here, and now you're saying you don't, so you lied. You're a liar. Mm-hmm. You're, you're you're being a liar. You're not being nice." And it's like Memphis, like you both knew that when you flew here, it was about compatibility first. And clearly, both of you need stuff to work on. He needs time. He doesn't feel like he has the full knowledge of things. And he's not wrong, Rob. She hasn't told him about the ex yet. So he has every right to feel this way, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So Hamza, like, very half-heartedly, you know, is asked by Memphis, like, uh, so are you going to marry me? That was a good uh, impression of her tone, I feel like. I, I think you nailed it. I yeah. think you nailed it. And he's like, uh, okay. Like, I was very half-hearted. Like, <laughs> fine. Yeah, I mean, he literally told her he's afraid of her. So what was he going to do? Say no on this rooftop? No, of course mm-hmm. not. That was never going to happen. But yeah, he kind of shrug okays it. Like, you see him move his shoulders. He like, seems mm. defeated. Yeah, it's, it does feel like he's tapped. he tapped out. He's like, all right, you win. You take the championship here. And um, Memphis tells us that now she's even more scared to tell him about the ex, but she's going to tell him. So right after this exchange, he barely agrees to marry her. She says, listen, so during the summer when we started a date, the first month I spent four nights at my ex's house. Okay. He loses his mind. That's it. I'm out. Storms out, goes downstairs, says F this, Mm -hmm. leaves. And I mean, his biggest hiccup, right? I mean, his biggest problem right out the gate is, well, why didn't you tell me before? Great question. Right. Very good question. And Memphis says, well, I didn't think it was important to know because we had just started dating. And he just feels disrespected, Rob. Yeah. Really, is what it is. The whole story is like really kind of weird because uh, we're going to find out later on in the episode that she spent four nights at her ex-husband's home nothing mm-hmm. happened uh she talked about how they had no no sexual chemistry that they ended up just sort of uh being like best friends um the reason why she goes into a she goes into a room she takes off her microphone to talk about this and she says that she's uncomfortable but the reason that that she uh didn't say anything was she didn't pass her state boards for the first time. So it's like, okay, like, like, look, I don't even know state boards for what, uh, but 
Okay, that sounds that's fine. Why is that like? Why did she have to like uh, take her microphone off and not talk about that on camera? Yeah, so I'm curious about if we got the full story because she does tell the producer or like the real said. story. Yeah, like what else was a part of it? it? It was clearly big enough that she told him privately, and he was fine with her afterwards. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not quite sure if there was anything else involved there, but it sounds like if if that is truthfully just the state board exam, it sounds like that was causing her to free fall, and you know she couldn't do anything, couldn't take care of the kids, and. The ex-husband literally helped her back up pretty yeah. much. And maybe it was like um, the, the, I, I uh, didn't pass my state boards and that set off some sort of like a chain reaction where that she was having like a uh, mental health crisis uh, at right. that point And, you know, she like could not function and that her ex-husband took care of her. Uh, and maybe she didn't want really feel comfortable uh, talking about that. But it's not like that. You know, I didn't pass my state boards is like such an embarrassing story where she would need to t- uh, like uh, turn off the microphone, which we almost out of all the embarrassing things that we see on this show. It has. Uh, this is the first time in my watching of the 90 day fiance that we have seen somebody tur- turn off their microphone. Yes. You should and not I... even be allowed to do that. Uh, right. Memphis, yeah. please turn on your microphone. <laughs> wrong franchise Rob. Mm-hmm. wrong friend stop singing mm-hmm. um yeah i i feel like with with memphis here we're definitely getting some of it but not all of it i think there's probably other bits of it that she didn't want to divulge on national television which i'm fine with ultimately you know hamza heard her side and seems to be fine like they seem to be fine now they're back on the upswing of things so what's going to be interesting though rob is where they go from here because on the next time on, we do see uh, Hamza talking about how he doesn't think it's normal to be be close to the ex and he wants to be the only man in her life. Whereas mm-hmm. Memphis is telling him, well, he's literally the father of my kids. So I don't know if I can, you know, promise that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, again, that seems like a tall order of like, hey, I am not romantically involved with this person, uh, but we have to, you know, I, I still see my ex-husband. I know, look, it's it's not just weird for Hamza. There's a guy on Joe Millionaire that uh, doesn't want to date a woman because she has an ex-husband. So uh, there's people all over the world that had to hang up with this. And, hey, some people can't handle it. And, you know, unfortunate for them. But that doesn't mean that what they're doing and saying is right necessarily. It's case by case. And in this case, I feel like, you know, I don't think there's any malice from uh, Memphis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Look, I don't think that TLC is like uh, the best example of uh, this because I see some shows where uh, people are very friendly uh, with their ex-husbands, but I kind of feel like it's a better situation than the alternative where you have like a, your 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 current partner has an ex that it is a very contentious situation. I feel mm-hmm. like that there are not a lot of times where your partner is like getting back together with their with their ex on the down low. Right. Like, that's not really going to be the case there. Like, it's hard to get divorced. Yeah. Like, you mean it. Yeah. Like, it's done, done for mm-hmm. the most part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, it, maybe it's a cultural thing. Um, you know, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure exactly uh, Ham's specific hang up. Yeah. And no, I, I think it's definitely part cultural, part he's so young and hasn't mm-hmm. really experienced anything like this. Like, 
you know, Memphis, I think, realizes like for the kids too. like the kids need them to have somewhat of a working relationship because, you know, when a divorce happens, the kids lose almost more than the than the two that are separating lose. So I don't think he quite understands that. And I think there's a little bit of cultural side to it as well. I mean, his mom was divorced and we've seen how, you know, that treatment has gone and how he feels about that. So. There's a lot of learning to come with uh, with this territory for Hamza. Will he learn in time for this relationship to be salvaged? We'll just have to wait and see. Okay. Puya, next time for Memphis and Hamza, do we have a sense of what's going on with them now? Well, yeah, basically, um, he doesn't think it's normal for her to be close to her ex, and she does oh, tell him. That's all the yeah. next time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So there's not much new that they're we're going to see there. They're fine. They're, they're, they're getting married. You think they're getting married? I think so. Okay. I think we'll it's see. happening for, for Memphis and Hamza. Okay. Call me just wide-eyed optimist. Uh, I think that, you know, these they've worked out their differences. I mean, they're a lot closer to get married than a lot of these other people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> okay. Puya, let's take one more break. When we okay. come back, let's talk about Usman and Kim after uh, a memorable night. For uh, that Kimberly and and Usman, the boyfriend and girlfriend, and Jasmine and Gino back on the mend. Going to go visit Jasmine's mom. I'm going to talk through Mm -hmm. uh, getting Gino ready for that when we come back right after this. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Puya. I said it would never happen. I said Usman would never even kiss Kimberly. Mm-hmm. Kimbali. But and could you believe happened? it? Could you believe it? That Usman and Kim had sex not once, not twice, not three times, but four times in one night. It's been a long time coming. He told us yammy, 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 yammy. He mm-hmm. meant it. He meant he every single He meant yam. it. And boy, make no mistake, it was not a carrot. No. It was a, either a cassava or a yam. You decide. Yeah, we, we got introduced to a whole new measuring unit in the cassava. Like that was not brought up till yeah. till recently. Yeah. Uh Soja Boy, why why am I getting the whole salad bar here? Right. I mean, and I looked it up, right? Um, so check this out, Rob. The description for cassava on the on this website, healthline.com. 
Cassava is a nutty flavored starchy mm-hmm. root vegetable or tuber. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's great. There you go. That's great. Yeah. I just, I don't know. What, why does he have to talk about it all the time? I don't know. Like, and, and why does it always have to be in like, you're grown. Just say penis. <laughs> I feel like, you know, we're all adults here. You don't need to be referencing fruits and veggies. Like, I don't know. <laughs> choices. All right. So Kimberly, I mean, this is, it's so gross. <laughs> Kimberly doesn't know if she's going to be able to, to walk right. Yeah. I mean, Rob, uh, earlier in the season, we did have a couple that are no longer on the show where right. they showed us kind of the foreplay and the lead up for like two minutes on yeah, screen yeah, graphically. Yeah, yeah. This is somehow a little bit more off putting for me. Um, I don't need to know how good it was. Like, I don't need the the Rotten Tomatoes. Like, oh, this, you know, the third time was 87% fresh. Like, I don't need to know that. My life is fine. Um, that being said, we didn't see anything I on think camera. my hip is out of alignment now, Usman. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I don't need to go to the fruit market anytime soon because I got my fair share of yams. Like, stop it, please. Stop. Please stop, Kimberly. Yeah. <laughs> that's all we're asking yeah. for well rob here's the thing right so we made a wager. michael jackson would never talk like this oh definitely not mm-hmm. uh we made a wager a while ago yes where you were going to finance yes. a mcdonald's yes. dinner for liana yes. and i yes but i don't know if i'm comfortable collecting just yet yes why we didn't even see a kiss on screen you think so, uh, you think they faked you think they faked it I'm not 100% sold that you they did You know, didn't it's interesting. It. It's interesting also that Usman also said that his culture prevents him from kissing Kimberly on the lips in public. Right. No kissing in public. The only little kiss on the cheek. But then when they were, and we'll talk about this in a sec, but when they were at the Spice Tour, I felt like the tour guide was essentially saying, you can kiss on the lips for us to see, you know, like mm-hmm. if, you, if these spices work. And he was like, Kiss on the cheek is fine. I think when yeah. he says his culture, I think specifically he means himself personally. But again, right. that feeds into my thoughts of, well, did it really happen? That's uh, that's really interesting. So, like, uh, yeah, how much is the uh, kayfabe uh, going on here on the 90 Day Fiance is a good right. question. Right. And the thing is, like, I obviously understand that culture in Tanzania, culture in like, they're different. But... The way Usman goes about it makes me feel a little bit more doubtful um, in how he, you know, how he might be personally. I'm not looking to get out of the bet. Uh, I said that yeah. I said that the, that if they if they kissed on the on the show, like uh, the implied. The, the, I mean, this was enough for me. But okay. it is interesting that you think that it could be phony baloney. Yeah. Well, the thing is, is that, um, you know, we had. um um, what's it called? Angela and Mike, uh, or Michael, who he was, he's Nigerian. The, he also had the same reservations of like, you know, no PDA, but then they still no, kissed on camera. No PDA. I mean, we saw that guy go into, uh, I, I mean, we saw Angela in the bathtub and he was on FaceTime. Yeah, right. So like, you know, technically behind closed doors, but then also still on camera, mm-hmm. which I mean, also like four times, four, t- mm, I don't know. I, yeah, is that four, you know, four times for uh, Kimberly or four times for Usman? 
Great question. Very good question. But also, let it be clear, Rob and I are not jasmine in this. We don't want evidence and report. We're good. We're good with what yeah. we got. We're just speculating. Yeah. Because, you know, the fact that it's it, it was so, so much of like, Hey, like, uh, it's, it's not a carrot. It's, uh, it's a, it's the yammy yam. You're not going to mm-hmm. be able to walk. You're going to, it's going to be up to here. The, the, you wait and you see, uh, like it was just so overhyped. So, uh, so much, uh, where it is interesting. Yeah. Like, you know, they, they doth speak on it a little too much, you a know? little bit, four times, four times, uh, um, Really? Speak, just be chill. We did it because, it was, because, it was because uh, yeah, I think Kimberly would have been happy with one. I don't think you need to. You made right. your point, sir. I'm like, oh. yeah, <laughs> four yams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he talked about how you know Kimberly is his inspiration, and she's with him. And when he one day receives a Grammy. Maybe it's going to be an Emmy for best actor. Uh, mm-hmm. When he one day receives his Grammy, he will, he will be thanking Kimberly. And she said, cause he's got the Grammy and I got the yammy. Yeah. She really did not have that one locked in the chamber for too long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Usman, yeah. that Kimberly is his girlfriend. They now have had uh, such confirmed coitus. That now mm-hmm. he has to tell her a big secret. Yeah. So he says, you know, he values the relationship, but he has something to tell her. And he knows American ladies react to anything. So he's very nervous. Mm-hmm. But not before they go on the spice tour, Rob. He planned the spice tour for them to go to. And this looked like fun. Would you go on a spice tour, you think? Sure. Spice World. I mean, it's, now that I find out, like, uh, all the things that the spices do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we learned a lot. We learned a lot um, about what the spices can do for relationships, for, you know, betterment and stuff. Uh, we did mm-hmm. learn a new phrase. What was it? Night food? Oh, yeah. All right. the, well, the spices, mm-hmm. they're romantic and you can use it for night food. And, and the producer has uh, a night. What do you mean night food? She's like, oh, yeah. You, uh, night food is sex. Yeah. Wouldn't you have known? Well, I guess when we're hanging out with Usman between uh, the cassavas and the yams and the carrots. Yeah. Night food it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. You totally Wait. undersold the night food. Carrots, <laughs> cassava, hearty yams. <laughs> I like what you said about night food. <laughs> well, how did you feel about the fact that they introduced them to like, oh, and we have some cassava here. They brought it out. Bring and- it out. Let me see. <laughs> Hold on. Get a side by side, Kimberly. <laughs> I love how Usman was like, wow, that's not a because that's a carrot. That's that a is carrot. not a cassava. That's a carrot. Come on. Yeah. I don't. It's interesting because I feel like, you know, yams, carrots, cassavas. Who decided that carrots are like baby carrots you know like they're all about the same like you i've seen same size of all three mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yeah i don't know um look usman does not think highly of carrots no not about that vitamin a mm-hmm. like yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah save that for if you're making a snowman the carrot <laughs> exactly yeah. so all right they pick up some spices 
And uh, the, he's going to crown Kimberly, the queen. Again, they can't kiss. No kissing. No kissing. No kissing. Yeah. Okay. But there's something he needs to tell her. Rob, I predicted this. I yes, said that the issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But to me, I felt like coming in, I'm like, wow, Zara is a real person. I'm like the ultimate nothing burger of secrets. Um, this Kimberly is so obsessed with Usman. Can't imagine that this is even a ripple in the pond. Well, you might've been wrong on that one, Rob. Mm-hmm. The next this is a baby carrot good. of reveals. Well, that's what it should be. That's mm-hmm. what it should, should be. But turns out it might be a, a yam of a problem here. Um, the next time on doesn't seem like it's going to be too good for Kim's reaction. She's mm-hmm. not going to love this. Yeah. To me though, I, I just can't imagine, like I could see her getting worked up, but then ultimately, uh, like, ah, it's Usman. I can't, uh, I can't turn my back on him. I just, I just can't get over the fact that Kim is this alleged biggest fan of Usman knows that Usman literally had a song for the previous woman. He was on 90 day with for baby girl, Lisa, and now mm-hmm. has a song named Zara. And she never connected the dots or thought, Hmm, maybe this is about someone he liked or knows or, or has seen or has dated. So for her to act blindsided is baffling to me. But also, like you said, I felt like nothing is going to come in between them. And I'm going to keep that energy. I think that she's not as outraged as the preview might tell us. Yeah, I think she's going to be fine. Exactly. I think I, th- I think it'll be uh, it'll end up being OK. But uh, we'll we'll see next time for uh, Kim and Usman uh, back in Zanzibar. That's right. OK. We got one more story to talk about. Jasmine and Gino, who we thought were donezo. We thought just I mean, like Jasmine and Gino did. We thought it was over. They, it should have been over. That was, I think, in the most deal breaker of deal breakers of this season. That's the one. That's the couple that shouldn't be lasting right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gino, why did you send my nudes? It was part of my privacy. Well, uh, technically, they weren't (laughs) your breasts, but uh... (laughs) yeah, that quote is just burned in my in my head uh, when Jasmine says they were part of my privacy. (laughs) It's a great line. Okay, it really is. It's going to go down in 90 day history for sure. Mm -hmm. So they decide, you know, we need to change the scenery. We need to change the scenery. We need to get out of here. So they're packing up. Puya, Gino picked up the electric toothbrush that Jasmine threw away. It was a metaphor for their relationship. Yes. He thought, you know, he wants to retain it. And worst case, you can always change the top of the toothbrush and put a new head on. So, you know, it won't go to waste. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Gino sent a picture of the electric toothbrush to his ex to say, see see these gifts I'm getting for my girlfriend? Aren't you jealous? (laughs) See, this bad boy has two-year warranty on it. (laughs) Okay, Jasmine, she thought it was over too. She took one of Gino's t-shirts as a souvenir. Interesting choice, interesting choice, because... Why would she, she, I thought she hated him. 
when she was leaving, right? She hated him. Uh, maybe she was going to burn it one day. That would have been fun. Mm-hmm. That could have been an event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, look, you, you don't go somewhere you don't get a, and get a souvenir. You know, it's like uh, I got to keep like a, a memento. Yeah. I mean, you know, I had a relationship with Gino and all I got out of it was the stupid T-shirt. Yeah. You know, like and we know she likes to print stuff. She likes mm-hmm. to print that kind of merch stuff. So maybe that was the direction she was looking to take with this. But it wasn't that crazy, Puya, because Gino was thinking along the same lines and he actually took. Something, I mean, he already had the toothbrush. I don't know why he needed to do this too, but he took something else of Jasmine's because he needed some, some small thing to remind him of his time with Jasmine. I, I found a, your fingernail and I put it in my bag because that's, not, that's all I thought I had left to you. Even Jasmine is, Gina, why would you do this? This is, the most unhinged behavior. Yeah. A fingernail. Yeah. This is weird. Gina, what were you going to clone her? And that's exactly what I thought. I was like, you're trying to, you know, get the science there. Mm-hmm. And this is what you're going to do with it. It's creepy. I'm sorry. This is the most creepy thing that, um, no, it's not. Cause Gino, Gino has a bunch of things that could be the creepiest thing he's done. So, so far. many, so many. Yeah. It's in the yeah. top 10 for sure. Easily, easily mm-hmm. in the top 10. Mm hmm. And so, as if it wasn't creepy enough, he says, here, I, I, I can show you. Why? Yeah, would you frame we it? We believed like, you. We don't need to see it. We don't need evidence from report here. Keep it in the bag. So Gino goes to his bag, and now he can't find said fingernail because Gino has a hundred pens in his backpack. Why? Do you travel with like a 24 pack? Like, what are you doing? What does he need to write? How often? I mean, aside from like using a pen to, you know, write the tip on a bill here and there, which they provide a pen for you. I just don't see why he needs this many. He doesn't seem like he's why a, does he need so many pens? Yeah. I mean, is he is he working on a book? I couldn't tell you. Is he like a crossword guy? Do you think maybe a Sudoku no. guy or something? No, he's not a crossword guy. Yeah. This is Gino, why do you need so many pens? He says, well, so- sometimes they only last for a short time. He knows a lot about that. <laughs> if, we, if there's something we've learned about Gino, he really doesn't like when things don't last for a long time and tries to get contingencies for it. So mm-hmm. story mm-hmm. checks out. Yeah. So Gino has uh, like a million pens uh, ready to go Uh, and he's happy. He would rather have Jasmine than just a fingernail. He has the whole he has the whole Jasmine with 10 uh, new fingernails. I mean, that is not a compliment, the compliment that he thinks he is. Like if I messaged Liana right now, I was like, I would if I had to choose between a fingernail of yours and you, I would always pick you, Liana. Yeah, I would rather have you than than just your old fingernail. Yeah, she'd be like. I don't know mm-hmm. what you're using, but share it when I get home. Cause this is, this looks like good stuff. If you're saying this stuff. So. Okay. So this episode is going to take us uh, to go meet Jasmine's mom. Uh, that is going to come up uh, next week, but they're going to leave mm-hmm. the Island. They feel like it was a, a real big step backwards uh, for their relationship, but hopefully Gino can redeem himself as they head to Western Panama to go meet Jasmine's mother. Now, Jasmine's mother, she is a serious customer. She will, uh, Jasmine will not marry Gino if Jasmine's mom does not approve. 
Yeah, the her seal of approval will be what makes or breaks this relationship is what Jasmine tells us. And she also tells us that her mom is, you know, old fashioned, a little bit more serious than Gino may be anticipating here. The other thing we do learn, Rob, is that um, Jasmine's youngest son lives with his mom, uh, with her mom. But for this trip, they have taken the son to her ex so that she's not ready to introduce Gino to her kids. yet. Now, okay, now. I don't remember back from the first episode. The, this sounded like a little bit of a bomb that got dropped on us that Jasmine has kids. Yeah. If anyone has recollection of the first like nine episodes and if this had come up in passing anywhere or maybe early and we missed it because I didn't remember this either. And does she have kids plural? The, it sounds like it's plural at the very at least another one because she mentions that the youngest son lives with her mom, uh, with her mom, but that, um, he doesn't she, she doesn't want him to meet her kids yet. So there's more than one. I don't know how many. I'm assuming two. Mm-hmm. I mean, this seems uh, like um, hopefully uh, I'm not being uh, 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 you know insensitive here. It seems unusual that Jasmine's children, who sound like they are very young, would not live with Jasmine. Fair. This is fair. We have had this happen in other 90 day relationships as well, where, you know, someone like uh, like Colton Larissa, for example, Mm -hmm. Larissa had kids that, you know, she moved to the States without these kids and like the kids live with someone else. So it's definitely happened before. But then we don't know the full history of Mm -hmm. as to why or, you know. Like we've seen before where uh, like with Tariq and Hazel, where Hazel came to the United States and, and, and but the, you know, the plan is I'm going to bring the kids. Uh, what, mm. I, what I don't understand is like uh, if like uh, jazz, it sounds like that Jasmine lives in Panama without her kids. Yes. Yes. So, and I don't know. And I don't know why. And I think that does this mean that the, the dad has the custody of the other kid then if, if the youngest one lives with her mom. Mm-hmm. Potentially, I don't know, and maybe, yeah. and maybe that the I mean, it has to do with maybe the dad lives in that area, and maybe that there's some sort of joint custody situation. So we don't really yeah. uh, know the the details of uh, like why this is. Uh, seems a little unusual. Yeah, we don't know the full full details mm-hmm. of it. Um, I wish they would give us the elaboration on these things so that we are you know less speculative and more known. But you know. I guess it's not the part of the story they want us to focus on. They want okay. us to focus, focus on, on, uh, the on Gino, Gino the showing us his whole ass every week. All right. So Gino wants to go out and explore. Uh, but Gino, you are on triple probation right now. Evidence and report. Back to square one. She said that now that she's taken him back, she's not going to make it easy for him. He lost all her trust. And he has to earn it back one by one. And, you know, this is back to the early days of the episodes where she wants screenshots, pictures, proof of where he's been and what he's doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is sort of like how you would treat if you had like a baby that was like going into town of like uh, send me screenshots of like where you are. Take selfies on every corner as you move through the town because I trust you zero percent. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's it's going to be interesting here because, you know, is she going to trust that Gino's going to divulge all the information and all the report or is she going to like 
examine his phone every time to make sure that he's showing her everything or not. Right. I mean, I don't really would wouldn't trust the system with Gino uh, in terms of uh, how this is going to work because he was on the evidence and report system when he was texting his ex her nudes. Exactly. So, I mean, I think her guard was down, right? She wasn't really examining the phone during yeah. the vacation. Yeah. He, he she dropped the policy while uh, he was in her sight. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Okay. All right. So, Gino is going to go take me to a jewelry store. All right. Ring shopping, baby. Um, the best solution when you freshly made up with someone is to then propose to them and, and tell them it's forever. So Gino tells us his plans are 100% he's going to propose before he leaves this vacation. All right. Or this trip. So he's going ring shopping. All right. Gino starts off where the man in the store is uh, showing him a ring that was $980. A little too steep, Rob. It's a little too much. It's a little too rich for my blood. I'm on a budget. Okay. Uh, do you have any rings that are $250? Yeah. What about that range? Mm-hmm. You have two options, Rob. Yeah. $270 and $250. Yeah. Now, the old adage was two months' salary was supposed to be what you're supposed to spend on a ring. Again, Times have changed. I don't know exactly uh, where it's at, uh, but I'm pretty sure 250 sounds uh, a, li- a little cheapo depot for the engagement ring. I mean, especially if you take into factor the vacations that they've been on, the <laughs> places they've stayed at, 270 sounds like the biggest cutting corner moment <laughs> so far. And this man bought her an electric toothbrush as a, as a Christmas present. So. Right, right. I think he spent two seventy on Viagra to come down here. <laughs> Probably more, Rob. That box looked big. I think more than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now Gino, you know, reminds us and the jeweler, you know, it it's not the cost of the ring; it's the love that you have. And then when when he tries that line on Jasmine, I can't wait to see her take the ring and throw it about uh, two hundred yards. Oh, yeah. I mean, here's the thing, right, is that Jasmine seems nice. And I think she, you know, she's giving him a chance and everything. But also we've seen that Jasmine probably enjoys the finer things in life. And I think that for someone who's messed up as heavily as Gino has done, if she is to find out the price of this ring, she will feel very insulted, as she should, because... You couldn't scrounge up more couch change for this. You you what you you're gonna dip into your pen budget. <laughs> yeah, Gino spent two hundred thirty dollars on pens. Yeah, it would cost more to buy a Nintendo Switch than it would to get a ring, which mm-hmm. is for him, which is wild to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, so all right, he's got the ring. They're back at the hotel. He wants to write out a card for uh, his mom. Uh, Jasmine asked him, uh, "Did you bring a pen?" You have a pen? <laughs> Good shade. Yeah. Which pen did you choose? How did you decide? How could you decide? Yeah. All right. So he wasn't nervous at first about Jasmine's mom, but the more that Jasmine is talking about, the more he's getting nervous. Yeah. And I mean, I can see why, right? Because um, Jasmine tells him, 
my mom is very serious and, and, you know, she's maybe a little bit more traditional than you might expect so much so that the way we met, I did not bring up dating sites. I mentioned that we met at some conference for a school that I've worked uh, for a university that I worked at here and also says, so yeah, also don't bring up the fact that you brought pregnancy tests and you're obsessed with wanting kids with me. Definitely mm-hmm. don't do that. And Gino has the worst, world's worst poker face. Like his face, he's already like starting to get nervous in the face. And it's very obvious that this is going to be a disaster of a meetup, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Okay. What did you think of Gino's message he wrote in the card? Do you have it uh, to I didn't, recite I didn't here? write it out. Uh, he basically said, thank you for birthing Jasmine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and then he ended it with, uh, you know, love Gino. Yeah. So I just wanted to hear it said one more time to tell you atrocious. Uh, Abysmal. Thank you, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for birthing Jasmine is a, is a weird direction to take. Mm-hmm. Um, if anything, make it about her. Thank you for hosting us here today. It's lovely to meet you. Mm-hmm. Not, hey, listen, thank you for thank you for giving birth to Jasmine. I've, I'm very happy that she exists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we're going to see Jasmine start to, to uh, tell Gino a few more things uh, to remember. Uh, OK, don't don't bring up about wanting to have kids. Mm-hmm. That's important. Yeah. Um, my mom is going to say a prayer. This is on the way to go to. Uh, and if, the, if my mom yeah. says grace. You're going to need to take off your hat. I, well, I, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I don't plan on doing that. Well, you might have to. Why not, Gino? We've seen it. Everyone's seen your head now. Like, what do you have to hide? I don't. He's so. He's like, uh, you know, I just need to be myself, and and uh, like, all right, well, you don't need a hat to be yourself. Yeah, just take it off. Yeah, you know, you don't need it anymore. I mean, it's, it's interesting to me that this could be something that he fights back on. Now I'm hoping the mom expects him to have the hat mm-hmm. off. I would love to see how he handles that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe Jasmine will have to t- take his hat off again and throw it out the window. I would love to see it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, she's telling him if, if mom says grace and not even like you're not allowed to wear a hat in my mom's house for the, the, the mess, the blessing before the meal. 30 seconds, maybe. 30 seconds. Take the and, hat off. Nah, and some no, people close no, their eyes while that's happening. Can't do it. Like, can't. Mm, it's a deal breaker. Deal breaker. Yeah. Jasmine tells you us know, in confessional, take off the effing hat. She's over it, Rob. Mm-hmm. I don't blame her. She's over it. He's too precious with it. Enough. Way too precious Enough. with it. I would do anything to get Jasmine back, but I won't take off the hat. Call me loaf. Yeah, like, I mean, RIP for me, love. RIP, RIP. Yeah. yeah, again, this is the wildest thing to to not buckle on is this damn hat. Again, we have, the reveal is over. We've seen it. Everyone has seen it. And Jasmine took you back, even though you did all these other things and saw the top of your head. So, what are you doing? What do you have to to hide under there? Stop it. I mean, it's not like he has like uh, a hideous tattoo. Some sort of like uh, like a scar that he's trying yeah. to hide from the world. Like it's, it's just a bald head. 
Yeah, like he doesn't. He's not hiding Voldemort back there. Like there's literally <laughs> nothing for him to be worried about here. You know, we never really see it from the back. Do you think that there could be like uh, some sort of like uh, Voldemort face? I mean, if Voldemort picked Gino as a Horcrux, like you are, you you dumber than I thought you were, mm-hmm. guy. Like, this is a bad choice. Mm-hmm. I mean, we, we did see the back of his head. You know, he had not shaved the back of his head, right? We had noticed that before um, or last week. Yeah. So I wonder if that's what, it, like, just shave the whole head then. But yeah. I think it's the, he likes the illusion of people thinking there is hair and like what the back people? continues. He it. has Jasmine. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why he cares about this so much. Rob. What if I see SBs? <laughs> it's too much. It's too yeah. much for Gino. No, we're over it. We're, we're over, over it. it. Okay. Yeah. Next week, Gino will meet the mom. How does it seem like mom is receiving Gino? I mean, mom's face did not look too pleased. Uh, Gino came in and I don't think she was expecting. This is who Gino. you lay with. Of all people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm excited, though. I am excited for him to meet the mom. Out of the five next time ons we saw, I think that one and the Kim and Usman one are the two that I'm excited to see. Okay. Wait, should we look at our power rankings again? Let's give it a quick glance. I All think right. it'll be fun. All right. Uh, so uh, Caleb and Alina have been retired from the power rankings. So we're looking at one They're through out. six. Johnny and Ella had the bye week this week. Uh, again, not looking great for the prospects of Johnny and Ella getting together this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, considering they came in late, we've missed them a couple of times, or I should say that the show missed them. I wouldn't say we missed them. All yes. right. So, all right. We had last week, uh, some, so I think we're going to have some uh, movement this week. We had mm-hmm. a number six, Memphis and Hamza. Worst, worst couple of the week. Uh, then Mike and Jimena, then Ben and Mahogany, then Johnny and Ella, then Kim and Usman, then Gino and Jasmine. Number the the t- the couple that's at the bottom of the power rankings. Uh, I think they are they are shooting up uh, this week, and that's Memphis and Hamza. Yeah, they you know agreed to marriage. They had a big obstacle in this bombshell that Memphis told Hamza, but then it sounds like they've patched things up. I'm a lot more hopeful for them than I might be for number five and number four, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think they should, might shoot up two spots. Okay, so who's at the bottom spot then this week? I mean, could anyone have had a worse week than Mike and Jimena? Yeah, Mike I think was they told, go from five to <laughs> from five to six. Yeah, Mike was told, "No, I don't love you. You are weird, and I don't want to be intimate with mm-hmm. you." It's, and next week, we're going to see that she is like uh, <laughs> physically repulsed by you and disgusted. Yeah, the bottom of the barrel, Mike and Jimena, sorry to see you be there, but this is what happens. Yeah. Well, Rob, it's interesting because Mike and Jimena were number one two two episodes ago. They got and engaged. now they're number six. Yeah. 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 There you go. So, uh, you know, that's what they say about, uh, you know, February. Uh, Mike and Jimena uh, come in looking like uh, that they are the number one bet to get married and uh, go out of the month looking like that they are. Did the groundhog see its shadow? Is that what happened? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Then number five has to be Ben and Mahogany. Easily. Down I mean, one spot from last week. The only reason Ben and Mahogany have been this high is because we said if Mahogany is just someone, Ben might still go for them. And Mahogany is Mahogany, just a, a two years younger and lives independently. And Ben is ready to tap out. So... If Ben is out, Mahogany, I feel like is okay with that. So fifth makes sense yeah, for them. Five makes sense. Okay. Um, is four Johnny and Ella? 
Uh, here's I mean, uh, we have Gino and Jasmine, uh, who I think are on uh, on the upswing. Kim and Usman, I think, are still on the. Uh, I think they're gonna have a bump in the road, but I think they're uh, they're on the upswing. I mean, uh, Kim and Usman were up. The only reason they would seem lower is the next time on. Yeah. But I still think they're doing leaps and bounds better than everyone else. I think Johnny and Ella. It's interesting because they weren't on the episode, so we yeah. could leave them in the same spot. But then the prospect of not being on the episode, does that mean that their longevity yeah. is not really there? I think there? Memphis and Hamza uh, leapfrog them this week. They're getting married. So I think automatically they can take third spot. I agree. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So then it's the coming down to one, two, and three is uh, Memphis and Hamza, Kim and Usman, Gino and Jasmine. I think we keep that order. I think we okay. keep that order. Memphis and Hamza third, Kim and Usman second, Gino and Jasmine first. Okay, that's our that's our power rank. So Gino and Jasmine somehow after Gino sent her nudes, that was her privacy to his ex. <sighs> they've kept the number one spot for two weeks in a row after that. Yeah, we've done this for five episodes now, Rob. They say they we're not living held- in a simulation, Puya. Rob, three out of five episodes, they've held number one. How is that happening? This is, again, this is the couple where they he did the most things on grounds of, yes. like, separation. Okay. And Puyo, yeah. Do you think that we need, we have our poll? Should this be like the LFC uh, stock watch? Do we need an audience poll of, of the, should we have, <laughs> should we have the audience rank the couples also? I mean, honestly, maybe we don't need it to be logged into our rankings. But if you, the audience, are listening yes. and you have opinions, tweet them out. No, it it, it should them. not affect our rankings. But uh, yes. but I would love to see. Uh, so you want the audience to tweet or, or do we want uh, Sam to make a new Google form to rank rank the couples for the power rankings? We could have that happen. We could have it if Sam's up for it. Um, actually, you know what? We decree it. Sam, you're doing this now. That's or... It. Or do we want our power rankings in the form of comments on Apple Podcasts? I like that one. I like that one. That's a good one. That'd be a fun time capsule to go back on and look at the comments. Okay, of, all right. Uh, of the all right. So yeah, too. it might be too much work to do a survey. If you want, if you want to, then give us your power rankings. Go to robinswebsitecom slash ninety day feed. And go ahead and post your power rankings there. Feel free to leave us a tweet and tell us you did it. Yeah, I would love that. I would love that. And I, I look forward to seeing. I always do like a good rankings list. Um, I know they're arbitrary, but, I, I, you know, I can't help myself. I love looking at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Let me just take a look and see if we got any ratings and reviews coming up uh, from this past week. Yes. Um, this is from Mojo97. Uh, I look forward to this uh, so much every week. Uh Tiny Gino, uh, <laughs> hashtag IFKYK, if you know, you know, uh, five blue hats, P.S., uh, music notes, yammy, 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 yammy. What a great. <laughs> and listen, Mojo is is ahead of us because Mojo put exactly four yams and that was last week. Mm-hmm. And look at us this week. Four yams confirmed. Yes. Okay. Uh, this is uh, Smarmy Plankton says five empanadas uh, and glasses of tap water. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Okay. I had an empanada this weekend. How were you? Did you like it? It was good. It was good. I mean, uh, that I feel like that I, I watch these shows and then I see food. and oh, that's good. I should try that. Nice. I'm, I'm still good. waiting to uh, have some souvlaki after the amazing race from a couple of weeks ago. Well, 
That, that'll be a fun experience. Just make, again, make sure you have one, not two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and ecrab365 says, excellent pod. Love Robin Puya. Love the longer format of the podcast to cover every single thing that happened. And I often find myself laughing out loud. Keep it up. Amazing. Yes. We also have one review on our Canadian page. Yes. On the Canadian Out Podcast page. Uh, a fave, five stars by Way to Plant Yam, who actually, what's funny is I know um, Way to Plant Yam from my chat on my Twitch, but no relation to the Yammy Yammy uh, with the name. This is, uh, they uh, precede the, the the comments from Usman there. Been a big fan of 90 Day for a while. Love please take on things. I don't have time to watch the show anymore, but this gives me everything I need and more. Three Yam emojis. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. All right. Um Look at uh, the most critical, one of the most critical reviews from 2021. Somebody said, RHAP has ruined BB for me and now 90 day. That's zero yams. Yeah, how did we ruin? How did we ruin Big Brother? <laughs> how did we ruin 90 day? How did we I, don't ruin know. Either of them? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's from that's from last year. OK. Uh, all right. Puya, next week we'll be back together again to talk more about more 90 Day Fiance. What's coming up for you? Uh, it's going to be a busy, busy time for me coming up, Rob. So obviously Big Brother Canada is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be doing a draft real soon. And then we'll be diving into a whole new house with 16 new people. Yep. And we'll be uh, it'll be we'll be back. I'm excited. I'll be there for the Friday morning updates as well. So that'll be a good time. Then the week after that, survivor is pulling up to our front door so we got survivor 42 coming in yep. i have mass singer premiering the same night so i'll be covering season seven with liana boris i'm excited about that and then um obviously the new show on peacock bel-air is happening and Chappelle and i have been talking all about that over on post show recaps we've done four episodes now we'll be catching up by episode six this upcoming week so i'm excited for that it's been a good time and then also, apart from my podcast, I also stream on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puya, about four f- times a week. And also, um, you can find me on Twitter at Puyaism if you want to just, you know, see my musings. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, why are, are you anybody's muse? Um, I was actually Liana's muse on So You Think You Can Podcast. Oh. <laughs> 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 all right well uh this was so much fun to get back together for more 90 day fiance uh we'll be back next time uh, be sure to check out everything else going on over at uh rob has website.com uh check out over on nothing but netflix uh Chappelle and i watched texas chainsaw massacre is this new or it's the 2020 2022's texas chainsaw massacre how many Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. There's a lot. Movies, There's been there? a lot. It's been the, okay. the original was 1974, and then they sort of they did sequels. They rebooted the franchise. They did sort of like uh, non canonical. Uh, this one is sort of uh, in. Uh, it's like 50 years later after, but it's not. But it's only 48 years later. Okay. But as Ben will tell you, the two years are a big difference. Absolutely. Yeah. Changes a lot. Changes a lot. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next time. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.